Hello again, Hopers. I am glad to be with you this day, and I am glad that we are getting a chance to walk through uh, the Psalms in the Old Testament, and especially these Psalms of David. Today we are in Psalm 9, and I'm just going to read two verses. I'm just not going to spend a lot of time reading a lot of this Psalm. The context of this Psalm certainly has the sense of trouble, um, threat, danger, an uncomfortable life, to say the least, that there could be uh, problems that are being brought into David's life or into the lives of the people he has in mind, that David is in some kind of an uncomfortable circumstance or situation. But notice how he begins Psalm 9. It says this, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. There are some statements there. I called today, I will, because it's just a reminder for me of the power that God gives us of choice. God has all the power we need for our lives, but much of what he does in us, he's turned over the choice of it to us, especially as Christians. We have the opportunity to walk in the spirit or live by the flesh. We, we can do either one. In Galatians chapter 5, we learn that if we make one choice, it brings this kind of fruit. If we make another, it brings that kind of fruit. And Jesus says in Matthew 7 that good trees only bear good fruit and bad trees only bear bad fruit. So we're supposed to take the instruction about the fruit that we know is going to come and make choices in light of that. Similarly, through a lot of Paul's letters, he calls people to a choice and warns them about the consequences of choices that he is saying you should not make and encourages them about the, the results of choices that he says you should make. We have choices in our lives. And what David does is embrace that in this, whatever the, the context is of this psalm, it certainly isn't that he's choosing these things because it's easy or because everything seems to be right. He's choosing it because he believes it is right, because he believes it is good, and he believes that choices have power. Now, when I say choices have power, I'm not saying, like much of our world would say, oh, you can be anything you want, you can do anything you want. No, you can't. You actually have limitations. Some choices are yours, but some choices are not yours. You don't get to decide if the, we the weather on your special day is what you'd like it to be or not. You don't get to decide if your children obey you or if your spouse responds to you the way you want or if your job acknowledges your heart. You don't get to make choices that aren't yours. So we have a limitation. We can only make choices that are ours. But what I'm saying is that's not that hopeless because there is power in the choices that we've been given to make. And David says in just two verses, he says four things that I will choose to do. I am committing, I am declaring, I'm writing this into a song that will be sung again and again that I hope other people will step into these choices as well. I will. The first thing he says in both verses, it's kind of like an outside, uh, an inside and then an outside, internally and then externally. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. David says, I will choose to live in gratitude. I will choose to find the things and notice the things that are good, that are thanks worthy, that reflect your character and your goodness for me. 
and I will give thanks to you. I will not begrudge. I will not say, well, I guess I should be thankful and other people have it worse. And uh, like, there's not this sense of like downgrading my gratitude. David says, I'm going to front and center with my gratitude. That is going to be the primary space that my soul lives in. I will give thanks to you, Lord. So that's the internal with all my heart. Then the external is, and I will tell of all your wonderful deeds because my heart and my soul is tuned in to gratitude because that is this constant cycle in my soul. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord, for that. Because there's joy that comes from that. There's peace that comes from that. Then what happens is he says, now what's going to spill out of my mouth is I'm going to be telling people about your wonderful deeds. Some of that is certainly implied that I will write songs so that I will sing about your wonderful deeds. But I think it goes beyond just the formal of, okay, I'm going to sing a song about how good God is. I think what David is saying is it will be normal for me to tell people how good God has been to to me, what wonderful things he's done in my life. It will be normal for me to tell of all his wonderful deeds. Verse 2, I will be glad and rejoice in you. I am not, I'm not saying that every single one of us can always be constantly glad that there's no sadness, there's no struggle with depression, there's no struggle with sorrow or pain. But what David says is, I'm going to choose joy. I'm going to move towards it. I'm going to keep working into it. I'm going to make choices that bring me towards joy, that allow joy to fill up my soul. I'm not going to disqualify myself from it. I'm not going to look at it from afar and say, well, that would be nice. I am going to choose to be glad and rejoice and not in what happened today or what I lost or what I gained or what I think about what's going on. I will rejoice and be glad in you, that you are my God, that I know you, that you know me, that you love me. I will rejoice and be glad in you. I will live joy filled. Is that actually a choice we can make? It seems like what David is saying here is it's a choice we can make. And as I think about it, I think it's a a choice that Paul kind of says we can make as well. Rejoice in the Lord always, Philippians 4. Again, I say rejoice. He says in Colossians, set your mind on things above, set your heart on things above. It seems like we have some choices we can make about where our mind is and where our emotions are, where our heart is in our lives. I will be glad and rejoice in you. And so that's the internal. I will have a posture of joy in my soul. And then I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. It will come out of my mouth. This joy that's inside of me will express itself as I sing praises to your name. Not as I sing about how good my life is, but I sing about why my life is so good. And that will keep me insulated from the natural human tendency to notice what seems wrong or feels wrong or is uncomfortable. I will make these choices. Today, I would say, recognize the choices that you have and recognize that those choices have impact. Those choices have power. If you want a different life, if you want a better life, if you want a life of joy, if you want a life of gratitude, if you want a life with a healthy soul, it really will begin with choices that God has given you to make. Ask the Lord to help you see the choices you are making and the choices that you could be making that he would want for you to make so your life would be everything that he wants you to be. Today, let's make choices like David did 
that turn our hearts towards our God and towards what is good. Let's be people whose hearts are filled with thanks and joy. Let's be people who speak about his wonderful deeds and sing praises to his name. Let's follow David's example and let God bring joy and peace to our souls.